Brandon. And Emily. Episode 11. Well, we should probably say, people might be wondering. Yeah. We had some people reach out and say, where's where's episode 11 last week? Yeah, we had a scheduling conflict and it just didn't happen. It didn't happen, yeah. Uh, just too many things going on. Which comes in the uh, scheduling world of being two adults with families and one adult with the full-time job yeah. and one oh, adult. Oh, there it is again. One adult. There it is. There it is. <laughs> one adult who's searching for a full-time job. Uh, um, which almost is a full-time job in itself. Yes. it's Yeah. Sometimes it just happens and the, the stars don't align. I'm tired of staring at computer and phone screens all day, every day. Yeah. Tired of being jobs. asked, do you have any experience? <laughs> in what exactly? <laughs> it just depends. It depends on what jobs you're applying for yeah. it's been two weeks what have you been up to nothing <laughs> i really had to, to think nothing. i really had to think um i think in the past two weeks since we have talked i have chosen to get the covid vaccine so oh. i got shot in the arm um we have a new president so i watched the inauguration work as usual which i'm gonna just probably gonna stop saying that because obviously i'm working <laughs> um <laughs> i think that's about it really so just life yeah i really don't think that there's anything big that's no, happened your friend had a baby oh yeah jake and mckenna had a baby <laughs> you were just telling me i was about just it. telling you about it uh, <laughs> Bo marshall price stevenson has been welcomed into the world Bo marshall price stevenson oh mm-hmm. yep so we're going to go visit him today. Congrats after. to them, by the way. Yeah. That's all. Is that their first? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's their first baby. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. I met uh, Danielle's baby. Oh, you hadn't met Danielle's baby yet? No. Oh, my goodness. She was born in November, and I just we just now met her. That's surprising. So, is she back up north, or is she? No. Oh. She lives in Camby now. Ah. Which is like right next door it's, <laughs> it's like 10 minutes away still um but we just schedules and stuff once again uh, yeah didn't stars didn't align so. adulting sucks yeah it's hard adulting sucks it's hard well it sounds like you were just kind of living yeah. life just going through the motions yeah this week what about you i i guess i have to think about it too i don't know um <laughs> Job searching. Yeah. A lot of job searching. Yeah. I've reached out to to a few places outside of radio mm-hmm. um, because, uh, well, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of radio hiring right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We're just uh, trying to find a job. Uh, some exciting things happened, though. Not necessarily for me, but right our friend Clayton got signed. I know. You texted me and you were like, hey. Have you seen? And I was like, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I I apparently just don't see the things that you see <laughs> on social media. I have a little more free time. You were like, hey, <laughs> Clayton got signed. And I was like, what? Yeah. I immediately exited out of our text message, went to Instagram, went to Clayton's page. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure that you, when you responded to me, it like didn't even it was just like a bunch of. You were like happy fingers. Yeah. It was just a bunch of yeah. not words, there, just letters. It was together. just a bunch of letters. Like <laughs> the what was like W-H-B-T. Like Either that or you had just been drinking a lot. 
one um, of the two. I don't remember when you texted me, but it was probably <laughs> just happy fingers. <laughs> uh, but he did. It was it was way past time. Oh yeah, way past time. I mean, for being a an independent artist, mm-hmm. he was already so successful yeah. as that. I mean, it was definitely overdue. Opening up for big name after big name, played at the Indy Five Hundred twice, mm-hmm. opening for Zach Brown Band, and I think Keith Urban was the other one. Mm-hmm. Of course, he won Kenny Chesney's big contest. That's kind of how he got his star. So he's already done so much as an independent artist Mm -hmm. and like everywhere he goes, you know, obviously he hasn't like, well, besides the Indy 500, Mm -hmm. he hasn't played at like a a Ruoff or anything like that. But when he plays these other venues, Mm -hmm. he always sells out. Yeah. Uh, We got to open for him at the Rathskeller. That was. And there were people in the parking, like when we left, well, when I left, cause you know, old lady here, um, (laughs) There were people in the parking lot. The, the parking lot overflow was packed because yeah. the Rathskeller sold out. Yeah, that was. And was at capacity. That was an awesome show. And the parking lot was at capacity, basically. I, re- I remember that. Uh, like you said, you and I emceed, so mm-hmm. we kind of brought him on stage, introduced him. And yeah, I mean, the it was in the beer garden there at the Rathskeller. Mm-hmm. And I think that seats a couple thousand people. Yeah. And it's not a small venue no. by any means. And it, it not only did it sell out, but like you said, people that people showed up to go, mm-hmm. they couldn't get in because it was mm-hmm. at capacity, and they stayed anyway. They were getting lawn chairs out of their cars yeah. and lining up in the alley, sitting to on hear the him sitting play. on the trunks of their car, popping down the tailgate. Amazing! It was, just, it was that, that leads me to ask this: Is that your favorite? If you had to pick a favorite. Mm-hmm. Clayton concert or moment is that it yeah for you yeah the, okay I think that probably is mine too yeah but since you already said it um I'll pick a different one he was great for Keith Urban at the 500 but I think I really enjoyed him opening for Zach Brown band mm-hmm. what two years ago at the 500 I mm-hmm. think it was two years ago it started pouring down Raiden during his set. Oh, wow. And him and the guys, Seth and Nico and mm-hmm. all, I mean, all of them, mm-hmm. they was just playing just and getting soaked it. and the yeah. crowd embraced it. That's awesome. And then, I mean, as the water and rain is, I mean, it was like a monsoon. Mm-hmm. It's just like hitting the stage and just, you could see the drops just bouncing off the stage. That's awesome. Bouncing off their instruments. And he started playing Run Wild. <laughs> And everybody just went nuts. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so since you used the Rascular one, I'll use that one. Mm-hmm. Also, during uh, COVID, he played like a private show mm-hmm. downtown for a friend's birthday. It was at one of the, I forget, it was at one of the fancy restaurants. But there's like a private room. Mm. And, you know, they, they followed the rules, obviously. There was mm-hmm. only so many people allowed in and whatnot. And I was lucky enough that Clayton hit me up and asked me to go. And that, to me, sticks out just because it was during that time that, like, everything was shut down. Mm -hmm. So just to be able to go to a show of any kind, even if it was only a few people. And uh, so those are the ones that stick out to me. Mm -hmm. But, man, you're right. That Rascular show was just Mm -hmm. insane. Mm -hmm. Chris's favorite is uh, Sarah Fest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because Clayton, if you're listening, Chris loves that you offered to take a shot with him it's like his, it's like the highlight of his life like forget wedding day his whole life his whole life his favorite thing in his life is taking a shot with you it was it, and he just had so much fun that, that night, which it was too. really fun yeah that was the one too he brought like because that was like an all-ages show mm-hmm. and he brought all the kids that yep. were there invited them all on stage yep 
and he sang this little light of mine. Yeah, that was, was incredible. So yeah. Uh, but congrats to our man, Clayton Anderson, uh, one vision music group, visionary mm-hmm. media group. Uh, that's who he signed with. And uh, I'm excited for, for what's in store for him and mm-hmm. the guys. It's a bit of a smaller label, I feel like, but yeah, the lady, um, Anastasia Brown, one of the ladies involved, she has made some stars out of people mm-hmm. and Clayton in his own right is already kind of a star, mm-hmm. but Teaming up with them and with her, mm-hmm. I feel like the sky is the limit. Yep. And when things start opening up and we can actually start having shows again, like legit shows. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they come up with together. I'm excited. And Clayton, if you're listening, uh, we haven't forgotten that we are forever your hype men. Yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to introduce <laughs> you. Uh, but man, I'm, I'm so excited for Clayton. So that was, yeah. that was probably, honestly, it doesn't even have anything to do with me, but that was mm-hmm. probably the highlight of my mm-hmm. two weeks, um, since our last episode, just, just happy for him. For sure. He deserves it. Absolutely. Uh, what else? Have, something else. Have, oh, Screech. Screech from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Did you, are, do you, are you, did you not hear about this? No, what happened? He's got cancer. What? Yeah. Oh no. So he's, he's got, I haven't heard much about it in the last few days but when the news first broke a lot of people were talking about it and isn't that the guy who gave you dirty looks at the bar oh there's more to it than that yeah so well, i yeah we I, don't we don't have to go into it if you don't need to but i mean i will i don't care this was kind of back in my stupid days mm-hmm. um yeah I've he grown, was just basically i've a, grown up a lot a since then, but I'll, I'll tell the story because it's 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 my past i'm not ashamed <laughs> of it it is what it is um, he was performing stand up at a bar that I was a uh, uh, frequent at, <laughs> and there were, of course it was packed because it was mm-hmm. Screech from Saved by the Bell, and he was he was he was a jerk, mm-hmm. just plain and simple. <laughs> uh, the the person that ran the bar knew that I had taken pictures with a couple of the other casts mm-hmm. uh, from Saved by the Bell before. I, I was at an event with uh, Slater mm-hmm. Mario Lopez, and he was super cool. Um, and Mr. Belding, I think I've been around him a little bit, but the, the person that ran the bar was like, Hey, Brandon, come here, come here. So I came over and he was like, Screech or Dustin. He didn't call him Screech. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Diamond. He said, uh, Dustin, this is Brandon, a good friend of mine. Uh, he works in radio and he's met several of the other cats to see uh-huh. by the bells. Like you guys should take a picture so he can add it to his collection. So I didn't even ask for the picture. Yeah. And I was like, sure. And Screech was like, uh-uh, uh, well, I'll take it, but it's I charge twenty dollars to take a picture with me. And I looked at him like, dude, you're you're serious right now? Like, <laughs> like I've worked in radio for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I get pictures with much cooler people on a regular basis, <laughs> like for free. I'm not giving you twenty dollars to take. Yeah. So I went over to Katie, mm-hmm. and I was like, we were there with a big group of people. They're all sitting at the table. So I went over to Katie, and I was like, hey. I'm going to go talk to Screech, zoom in and take a picture. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. And I was like, just do it. So <laughs> I went over and I started talking to him and she zoomed in and took a picture. And, and I went back and got the phone from her and I went back to Screech and I showed him the picture and I said, $20, my butt. <laughs> and I still have that picture somewhere. I'm going to have to find it. We should, mm-hmm. if, if, if I can find it, yes. we'll post it. Cause that was a, a while ago. Oh man. Uh, but that's my Screech story. And then it, it goes even further. He was being very creepy. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Screech post saved by the bell, mm-hmm. he's been in some like adult films and oh. things like that. And I only know that through the grapevine. I've never seen any of them. <laughs> uh, but 
he was just kind of creepy. He was he mm. was like majorly hitting on Katie mm-hmm. and knew that we were there together. We I don't we weren't married at the time. This was I mean, yeah. she hadn't even lived here long. Uh, but he was just being super creepy and saying things that he probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I was getting irritated with it. <clears throat> and but I was kind of letting it go. Mm-hmm. And he offered to buy her a drink, and she didn't want it. Uh-huh. Uh, Katie's never been much of a drinker, yeah. Really, and. Back in the day, I used to be. I've grown up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, well, yeah, just take the drink. And so, of course, I had her get it for me. Uh-huh. And I drank it, and it was bad. <laughs> oh, it, no. It was bad. So, like, again, this is all in my past. Yeah. Uh, but I drank that drink from Screech, and that night I was not myself. Like, you can ask Katie. I was just mm-hmm. doing all kinds of just stuff, stupid stuff. <laughs> And I puked. I'm not a puker mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And I puked like 17 times that Ugh. night. And when I went back to that bar, you know, the next day, it turns out there were several people that kind of had the same symptoms and it was like almost mm-hmm. all females. Oh, no. Like, but it was like a week later mm-hmm. that he was at a bar in Wisconsin and got in a fight and stabbed somebody. <gasps> oh, so my like gosh. All my friends were texting me like, that yeah. could have been you. <laughs> And I was like, kind of wish it would have been. I'd be rich right now. Right? Well, maybe not if he's charging twenty dollars well, for picture. Probably not. But all it, this to say, all this to say, Screech has cancer. Yeah, and hopefully it goes well. Yeah, I hope it does go well. I don't. I don't hate the guy. You never no. want anybody to be sick. So. No, not at all. But that's kind of my crazy Screech story. It's it's. I a can't wild wait to one. hear all of your celebrity crazy stories. I don't tell a lot of them. That's that's the thing about me. Like unless you actually hang out with me in person. You don't believe a lot of my stories, Mm -hmm. but once you get to know me, you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's probably true. That's Mm -hmm. probably true. And luckily I usually have people with me to vouch for me. Like (laughs) Like first day, if first day we met, if you told me that story, I'd be like, no, like you're just like you're fishing. Yeah. You definitely, yeah, I believe you 100%. Yeah, it's it's wild, but. (laughs) Exciting. (laughs) Exciting. Uh, We'll get to the polls coming up next. We've been on the struggle bus since it picked us up. About to see how this goes down. Baby, let's ride it out. Know if we go south, we could end up having some fun. So invite your friends, we'll all get in. Back with Brandon and Emily, episode 11. Uh, if you don't know where to find us, Brandon and Emily Podcast.com. Uh, we're also Brandon and Emily Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. But Twitter is a mm-hmm. bit different. Brandon mm-hmm. Emily Pod. Yeah. That's where you follow us if you want to partake in our polls. And uh, we're going to get to those right now. Now, it's, it was two weeks ago. I honestly do not remember what they were. <laughs> They're good. So, so I'm excited to hear yeah. them and the results. But Brandon Emily Pod, give us a follow on Twitter. Let's go ahead and close out the polls. What was poll question number one? Is beer better than crack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, title up uh, title of episode 10 there beer better than crack 38% depends on who you ask oh hey 25% uh yeah 24% stop it they're both bad and oh. 13% I prefer crack hey who is that <laughs> we got at least one crackhead that listens to us oh no <laughs> See, well, I'm glad we got 24% of people that said they're both bad yes we got some level-headed listeners yes we need we need you <laughs> <laughs> goodness Number two, who do you think of when you hear the name Gus? 60%, the mouse from Cinderella. Mm. 30%, the smart kid from Recess. And 10%, someone else. Oh, yeah. So you, you're the one who said uh, the mouse from... Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about the mouse from Cinderella until yep. you brought it up. Yep. 
But then I was like, oh, yeah, that yep. is Gus. Gus, Gus. Continuing on the recess fun here is TJ Detweiler from the show Recess, the cartoon version of B. Adams on the air. 50% OMG, yes. (laughs) And then a two-way tie with 25% each. No, B ain't that cool. Mm. And I'm 50-50 on that. Uh, uh, Well, yeah, I mean, I I hate to say it, but I can see it. Yeah. I think that I kind of am TJ Detweiler. (laughs) But it seems like other people agree. Yep. Yep. You, Uh, yeah. I'll take that as a compliment, though. Yeah. He was a ringleader. He was always up to no good. (laughs) I I can dig it. Yeah. We dress the same. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to get it. We need to get a side-by-side of me and TJ Detweiler. Noted. (laughs) (laughs) Next poll question. Should be Adams on the air write cards for Hallmark? 67%. Yeah, they'd be funny. 22%. 22%. He does need a job. Oh. And 11%. Can he even spell? Ah, come on. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that was the lowest one. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll oh. apply at Hallmark. Yeah. Everybody. Maybe. maybe. Mm. Do you agree with Brother HQ's list of top 10 Adam Sandler movies? Two-way tie with 43% each. Right top 10 wrong order. Mm. And no, the list was awful. 14% say yes, it was spot on. Okay. Okay. It was funny because we posted ours. If you haven't seen Mm -hmm. it, visit us on social media, Mm -hmm. Brandon and Emily podcast. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Ours were very different. Oh, yeah. And we got, we got a, a, we got some slack. Our buddy John Ryan, who's been on, Mm -hmm. great local artist, he, he he couldn't even believe your top five. I I know. (laughs) And he was disappointed that I had uh, Waterboy and something else out of the top five. Mm So he wanted us to ask, and this will be on our, our poll questions for this episode. I'm doing this for you, John. Whose list was worse? Yes. Is that what he wanted? Yes. Is that how, whose yep. list was worse, mine or Emily's? We're going to make sure we get that on the poll questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, and I think this is the last. Yes, this is the last question. Did you like Adam Sandler's movie, Uncut Gems? 45% never seen it. Two-way tie, 22%. I wasn't a fan, and it was just okay. And 11% voted Loved it. Hmm. That that makes sense. That, again, like we said in episode 10, mm-hmm. for a lot of people, I think it was hard to get past that first 30 or 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You have to get past that first 30. Or, a lot of people probably turned it off like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that first 30 or 40 minutes, it, it does get good. And then another thing is so many people haven't seen it. It's just a Netflix thing. Yeah. So if you don't have Netflix. Yeah, then you wouldn't. You're probably not going to see it. Yep. Uh, well, that is the polls. They are officially closed. Once again, follow us on Twitter, Brandon Emily Pod. And Emily, the podcast. It's episode 11. Uh, thanks so much for hanging with us. Mm-hmm. It's so good to be back. Yes. So good. So good. So good. It is so good. Uh, been gone two weeks because of mm-hmm. scheduling issues. As we mentioned, uh, a lot went on in the world. You mentioned in the intro, you know, new president. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some celebrity deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Clayton. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, one of those celebrity deaths was the legendary Larry King. Mm-hmm. He uh, was hospitalized early this month with COVID, and he did pass away on the 23rd due to COVID complications. So 
he started in radio. So that's always kind of cool thing to note, especially for Brandon and I. He did win a couple of awards, including two Peabody's, an Emmy Award, 10 Cable ACE Awards. I don't know what those are, but to win 10 of them (laughs) must be pretty cool. I don't know what they are either. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. But we wanted to talk about not only how legendary he was, but we want to talk about kind of how we did uh, when Alex Trebek passed away. Yeah best talk show hosts mm-hmm. because he was legendary his household name everybody kind of knows who larry king is i never really watched larry king to be yeah. honest like i didn't either but i think that but, further proves your point like i i never watched cnn yeah. i never watched larry king to me it was just kind of boring yep as adults we start to pay a little more attention i yeah. think to that stuff but we still know who larry king is yep. and most people even know what he looks like Mm -hmm. so you're right he is a household name and it does suck and i hate to hear about his passing yeah so we want to talk about top talk show hosts so who are the best talk show hosts of all time now are we let me ask you are we just doing like like cnn fox stuff like that or are we doing like late night with like just all of the above. Okay. Like late night, like household names, like Larry, like Larry King talk show host. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's even tougher than the game show hosts. Mm-hmm. I feel like because it's a larger pool of people. Mm-hmm. For sure. <sighs> now we might have to do like we did with Adam Sandler. We might have to like sit down and come up with the list yeah. to put on social media. Cause I noticed, especially with your list. Uh-huh. What you said in episode 10 and then you're, when you actually sat down and thought about uh-huh. it were, were not completely different, but they were different. Yes. Um, and so we might have to do that with this. Now, right now, we're kind of just thinking off the top of our heads. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, some names that you have to throw in there are obviously Larry King's in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Johnny Carson, mm-hmm. David Letterman, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. Conan. Conan's up there. I feel like he, uh, for me anyways, mm-hmm. I loved watching Conan when he was on, what was it? He was on NBC, I think. I think so. Uh, I loved watching him then, but like when he made that jump to TBS or whatever, mm-hmm. I never really watched him. Mm-hmm. But he was always hilarious to me. Uh, the Jimmys. Oh, yeah. Fallon, Fallon, and, Fallon Kimmel. and Kimmel. I have to say, I still love Jimmy Fallon. I mm-hmm. feel like him and I could be best friends. Yeah. Uh, but like, I want to see you guys do a skit together. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he doesn't even know it, but we're best friends. He doesn't know it yet. But like Jimmy Kimmel, I used to really enjoy him, but he got so political to mm-hmm. me. But when I watch those things, I, I just want to be, I want every, I want to yeah. shut the rest of the world out. Yep. And to me, he became way too political. Yeah. And so he, he kind of just, even if I agreed with him, I'm not saying why I agree or disagree with right. him. Right. I just, I don't tune in to late night talk shows for that. Mm-hmm. I want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. So to me, that drop, that will drop him down on my list. Mm-hmm. Couple more on the list. Stephen Colbert. Oh, good, good one. one. Um, James Corden's one of my favorites. Oh, he's so funny. Um, we could even do like Oprah. Can't yeah. Forget Oprah, Oprah. Ellen. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. <laughs> do you remember her or are you too young? I'm too young. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you gotta love Sally, I'm gonna Jesse, Google Raphael. Her, do it. Sally. Yeah, do it right now. Oh. I just typed in Sally and she popped See, up. Yeah, she's got to be the most famous Sally. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, I kind of recognize you gotta her. You got to recognize the glasses. Please tell me the picture has her big giant. Oh, yeah. Gla- the big giant red glasses. Is she the most famous Sally of all time? I don't know. Well, there's Sally Fields. 
she must be up there because she was the first Sally that popped up on the Google field. Search. I don't really know Sally Fields, though. Honestly, I just know her name. <laughs> I know Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> Is there any other famous Sally's? I don't think so. I don't know. Huh, we're gonna. That's a whole different. That's a whole different. <laughs> uh, Ricky Lake. I'm going back here. Yeah, you are. Um, you could even throw in uh, Kelly Clarkson has a show now. She does. I don't. I wouldn't put her up there as one of the great. She's too new. Yeah. Uh, Who's the mustache man? Steve Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's had some talk mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah, that show was kind of show was kind of crap. Yeah, but it was at one point in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a very very popular show. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to make it. We're gonna have to sit down and actually make our I own know. list. Uh, but that's just naming a few. Yeah, Larry King is definitely up there though. And the reason I'm putting him up there, I don't know that I've ever watched more than two minutes at a time ever of him. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I know who he is and what he looks like and who he worked for and some of his accomplishments without mm-hmm. ever paying attention, mm-hmm. that tells you where he ranks mm-hmm. on, on talk show hosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate to hear of his passing. Well, some of the names I mentioned, I didn't even like, I haven't <laughs> thought about in 20 years. <laughs> and all of a sudden they just come out. Like the stay at home. Yeah. Home from school sick. Yeah. Nothing else is on TV. Well, thoughts and prayers to uh, Larry King's friends, family, Mm -hmm. colleagues. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's obviously sad when when anybody passes, whether you are a fan of his or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, death is death, and it's sad. So, yeah, thoughts and prayers to to a legend in our industry. Brandon and Emily podcast.com is where you can find us. Thanks for hanging. I really hope you could hear that chair creek in the back. Oh, uh, I didn't even pay it. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I don't know if I just get in the zone or what. But every once in a while, it. you'll you'll like get say distracted? something about some noise. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even hear it. And then like when I go back to edit, I'm like, ah, there it, there is. it is. There it is. I'm a distracted Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> uh, you wanted to, you you kind of came up with an idea, something yeah. kind of fun. I'll mm-hmm. let you explain what what we're gonna do here. So this episode's obviously clearly themed about talk show hosts due yeah. to Larry King's passing. Um, I want to know who out of everybody in the entire world, dead and alive, who you would interview. Ooh, like I, dream interview, not just dead or alive, but I want to know dead and alive and we can only pick one yes i mean if it's like a top tie like you can really cannot decide i guess i'll let you choose to man that's it's tough that is tough do you have any off the top of your head while i think i want to go just top of the head like i don't want to really think too deep about it but if i were to choose dead i would do fdr or uh that's not who i meant to say who's jfk I had my abbreviation, acronym, whatever. I had that switched, which is FDK, FJFK. <laughs> FDK. Jesus. You're, you are. John F. Kennedy is who I would choose. <laughs> You're making people up at this point. No. <laughs> uh, John, that's a good one. I would one. choose John F. Kennedy. That's a really good one. For my dead one. person. True story. One of my good friends, I don't think you've met her uh, one of my good friends Brittany Kennedy grew mm-hmm. up with her went to school together 
somewhere along the line. Is she related to the Kennedys? I think so. <gasps> now I'll have to, it, it's kind of, it might be one of those things where a few weeks ago when you were talking about your uh, mm-hmm. family history and I said, I feel like I might be related to yeah. uh, Trisha Yearwood. Yeah. I don't know if it's like that or not. Like I've, I remember growing up, her dad mm-hmm. had all kinds of JFK stuff. Cool. Um, but I think, I don't know if it's confirmed, mm-hmm. but I, I I feel like they believe that they're related to him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to find out now. That's awesome. I'm going to have to find out for sure. I mean, the same last yeah. name. Brittany, I need to know. Yeah. I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm almost, I don't know if it was confirmed or not. I'm going to find out. I yeah. feel like somewhere along the line, they were related to mm-hmm. him. But I mean, that's been years ago that- I've had that conversation. That'd be cool. JFK. I like that mm-hmm. one. That is yeah. a really good one. So you picked a president, mm-hmm. a very famous president. Yes. I have a lot of questions. So that would be your dead one. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. Because he's dead. dead. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, I think my alive one right now, just off the top of my head, also related to pol- politics would be Michelle Obama. Mm. I've read her book. I've listened to her podcast. She seems like a very knowledgeable person. And I have a lot of questions. So, okay. So you kind of went into detail why you wanted to interview Michelle. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a reason for wanting to interview JFK? Um, Because he's dead. I would like to know. <laughs> I would like to know what it was like to be assassinated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going true crime here. Um, he also, is he the one that had polio? Uh, I don't I'm remember. Sure. I think he was. Hold on. I need to Google this before I sound like an idiot. I think he did. There was a famous president that had polio. No, that was FDR. <laughs> you are mixing up your initials. I really am. JFK. He just seemed like a very genuine, kind man. I saw... From all the, like, the knowledge that we know of. Yeah. But... I would like just to know the details. Have you of seen it. years ago when I was in college? I was living in Minnesota. I watched some documentary about him. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that? I don't think so. You probably I don't know. you should since you're intrigued by him. Mm-hmm. It talked about all kinds of stuff. I mean, obviously his assassination was talked about, mm-hmm. but like all the rumors of him sneaking Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. into the White House, mm-hmm. and like there was a swimming pool, and there was some like kinky stuff. And, mm-hmm. He was definitely an interesting character because yeah. most most women found him very attractive. Mm-hmm. He was he was one of those. He wasn't just a president. He was kind of a he had that movie star. Yeah. Uh, uh, mantra yeah. about him. Yeah. Ooh, another alive person that I would really like to interview is the queen. Mm. Queen Elizabeth. Mm. That is good. Yours are way better. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not. Sh- like, I've, I've been trying to think the whole time who mine would be. <laughs> and I still can't like pinpoint. Mine would, I feel like mine would probably be more sports related. Yeah. I would also have to go back to my initial confusion and do FDR too, because he had polio and my grandpa had polio when he was little. So I want to know like ah. how his experience was and like. So you have kind of a connection. Yeah. There. I want to learn about it. So there's my two dead and my two alive. I feel like uh, alive. I would like to interview Peyton Manning. That'd be cool. I would like to interview Peyton Manning, not just because he's a football icon and an and Indiana icon, mm-hmm. uh, but all the other things he's done. He's also very smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's been involved with Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, obviously all his commercials. He's a very funny person. Yeah. Um, I've never met Peyton. I do have an autograph of him. He's right behind you there uh, on the left on the plane ticket. 
My sister, yeah, my sister sat like right behind him on a plane. Oh, I see it now. One time, and she got his. I was a teenager, and she got his autograph for me. Um, That's cool. So I've never got to meet. I've. I feel like I've met almost like every cult. That was very nice of your sister. <laughs> it was, uh, but you can't. I mean. I'm not an autograph person, like as an adult, right. like I think it's cool to meet people, shake their hand, whatever, Yeah, maybe get a picture. Um, I'm not an autograph person anymore. I don't like mm-hmm. to, I feel like that's more for, hopefully I don't offend any adults that get <laughs> autographs, but I just feel like that's more of a, mm-hmm. like a kid thing. Yeah. But I was a kid when I got that and I yeah. thought it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, even as an adult though, I'd probably get Peyton's autograph. It's there's, so cool. there's, there's certain people that you would just have to get. Absolutely. Yeah. And Peyton, I think is one of them. I think he would be my, my alive interview. I think that's a good one for you. My dead one. Ah, I'm such a history nerd. I feel uh-huh. like there's a, there's a million people I'd like to interview, yeah. but off the top of my head, I think it would be cool to interview. Um, who was the, uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, I was just thinking like John Dillinger. You know, Bonnie John and Dillinger Clyde. had an Indiana. Um, I, I don't think he's from here, but there was like mm-hmm. a maybe he, he is, is. I don't know. He's from like Morgantown. Okay, so he is from yeah. here. There was like a hideout. My dad points it out every time we drive past it. It's on. Uh, it's like off of Pendleton Pike or sixty seven, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of in the Mount Comfort area as you're heading to Pendleton. There's like this little building that sits on the corner. And I don't know what it used to be, but apparently Dillinger used to hide out in there. I need to know where that's at because I take Mount Comfort all the time to work. I can tell you. um, uh, When we get off here, I'll pull up Google Maps and I'll show you. I'm going to drive. I'm just going to drive by it every day and go, oh. It's still there. And I look, I drive by. So in Crown Point, there's a Crown Point jail, which he broke out of. uh And I've driven by there a couple of times. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, there's so many like dead, like dead wise. There's a lot of like, especially history, true kind. Yeah, well, lore, if, if you remember kind of a couple episodes ago, I, I'm related to the McCoys, uh-huh. so I think it would be cool to talk to maybe mm-hmm. some of the McCoys. Yeah, I feel like any of the presidents. Oh yeah, I mean whether dead or alive. Yeah, I mean just if you can score an interview with a president, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I. Kind of like our uh, our talk show host. I know. I'd have to. I feel like I would really have to sit down and think about mm-hmm. who's dead that I would want to interview. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are dead. There is a lot of people <laughs> that are dead. There's probably more. There's definitely more people dead than alive. Yes. Like I wonder what the ratio is. We're getting deep. We are getting. I wonder deep. what the ratio is. How many dead people compared to how many alive? <laughs> hey <people>? Google. <laughs> how many? There are currently 7 billion people alive today, and the Population Reference Bureau estimates that about 107 billion people have oh, ever wow. lived. Wow. All right. Well, there's, there's 15 dead people for every person living. Huh. And that was according to an article from BBC in 2012. Okay. All right. There we go. You guys learned something today <laughs> listening to us. I'm not sure how we got there, but... <laughs> That's we, interesting. We've been going some weird ways your, today. Your list was definitely better than mine. You had like definite answers though. That's I don't okay. know. I'm going to have to think about this. is going to be another social media post. Pay yeah. attention to oh, our yeah. social medias. This week we've got a lot going up on social media. Yeah, we're if gonna we remember. To, we're going <laughs> to have to post mm-hmm. that. That is Wanted, Dead or Alive.
back for our final segment with Brandon and Emily here on episode 11. It's headlines. Yeah. What's making headlines this week? Sometimes we like to dive deep into the internet worlds and find something. Sometimes it's local. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be anything. Emily, I'm going to let you start. What's making headlines this week? This headline came from goodnewsnetwork.org, and it's actually a recent headline um, as of the 19th. It says, youngest poet ever to recite at presidential inauguration beats speech impediment to take global stage in D.C. So if you watched the inauguration, um, you may have seen Amanda Gorman. Uh, She was the National Youth Poet Laureate. Um, She's 22 years old and is the youngest person ever to be given the platform, but she's a poet and she's following in the footsteps of Maya Angelou and Robert, Robert Frost to give the inauguration poem. Apparently she was a mute as a child and as she kind of found her voice, she also had difficulty saying certain letters in the alphabet as a kid. The letter R was really hard to pronounce, but she obviously overcame that and then she spoke inauguration that's was the very, youngest person ever that's very cool now i i did not watch the inauguration is was she the african-american gal mm-hmm. uh i saw so many people posting about it oh how incredible it was even if even if you don't want to watch like the inauguration or anything i highly recommend watching just her speech her poem because it was so empowering and just her well her story sounds incredible yeah her story but and just her like per, her perform i say her performance but like just it was incredible you would never tell a that she had a speech impediment and then b it was just oh it was so powerful and so cool so i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to go check that out yeah I, it was I, like i was i was like i need her to write me a motivational speech to I, listen to i mean morning. i was wondering why so many people were posting that mm-hmm. i didn't know the background story i just, mm-hmm. it just kept popping up on my feed yeah so i'm gonna have to go check that out she um, did a very good job well cool uh my headline this week Man arrested after hiding three months at the O'Hare Airport in Chicago. What? Yes. Why? Uh, not real sure. <laughs> how do you a? How do you hide for three months in an airport? You know, I th- although I, Chicago's airport is giant. When I first saw this headline, I thought to myself, "That's kind of genius." Like, if if you're homeless or whatever, because yeah. there's so many people in an airport at any mm-hmm. given time, mm-hmm. it's easy to, to hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many like bathrooms and different like places like you know where you sit and wait to mm-hmm. board your flight like there's just so many places to go you could literally go to a different area every day mm-hmm. and it would probably be easy to not get noticed because they're not in the same place all the time yeah but uh he was caught after three months oh my gosh the judge made him pay a one thousand dollar fine and banned him from the airport oh but of course, the judge also expressed concern about how he went undetected in a secure area for so long. Right. That to me, I was just intrigued by this headline. Wow. I kind of want to give this guy props. Three months. That's nuts. Like, did he shower? Also, yeah. I mean, I've got so sinks. many questions. They obviously have restrooms, so you have sinks and soap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But are I don't know. Are there like hidden showers in airports? Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. That's crazy. A WTHR here in Indy actually posted that last Tuesday, I believe it was. But I saw that and I was just like, 
I was more impressed than anything. And yeah. I also felt challenged. <laughs> oh my Part gosh. of me was like, how long could I make it in an airport? Brandon's going to disappear for six months and we're all going to know exactly where he's at. <laughs> Some airport in the United States. Uh, Brandon and Emily episode 17 coming to you live from <laughs> a random airport. I have so many questions. Why did he feel the need to hide in an airport for three months? I'm not sure. How? I, I, I just... What? I'm going to have to dig into this. Uh, I just kind of read the headline and like the sub headline, but I'm, I'm curious too. So I'm going to have to that do some digging wild. and find out why, but that stuck out to me. That's crazy. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed How it. How long do you think you could last in an airport? I think I could go without getting caught. I think I could, I think I could beat this guy. I think I could go longer in three months. Yeah. The thing is though, I would get tired of being there. Yeah. Like that would, I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be worried about getting caught. I'd get bored. Mm-hmm. I'd want a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. I'd want a fresh shower and a good clean bed. You'd have to go to an airport like O'Hare for sure if you were going to hang out for three months. Yeah. Because there's a lot in O'Hare. I don't know. <sighs> Kudos to that guy. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, that's what's making headlines this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Uh, make sure you visit Brandon and Emily podcast.com. Visit mm-hmm. our shop. We've got some merch, hoodies, t-shirts, stickers, things like that. Masks. Uh, we would appreciate that. And if you don't already follow us on all of our social media pages, make sure you do that as well. Am I forgetting anything, Emily? Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Rate. Ooh, we haven't said that in a while. We haven't. Rate, review, subscribe. I have seen in the email a couple, few have come in and mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah, we've got some good news. We'll probably be sharing in the next week or so as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're growing. We want you to grow with us. So make sure you're listening for that. Have a great week. So and- long, Knuckleheads. <laughs>